Hey everybody, you are listening to Canary Cry Radio, and my name's Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to episode number 147. Will you please <laughs> that was very good. Your your sound effects are getting sounding more legit by the day, Gons. Yeah, I put a lot of thought into that last effect. Today we have uh, a super cool episode. As we've mentioned many times in past episodes, uh, you spoke at Hear the Watchman conference. I also got to uh, attend the conference and uh, meet all sorts of great Canarians. Hello to all the great Canarians who were there. And uh, Guns, I gotta say, you did a great job. Well, I appreciate that, and I appreciated your presence and all the people that showed up and grabbed a couple stickers or some pins or yeah, the we USB. had some very special, some very special merch. Yeah, so we're uh, we're grateful for all the people that were there. Hello to everybody who was there. But uh, yeah, this this episode we got some interviews from that whole event. Yeah, you know, while you were busy uh, presenting on the main stage, I <laughs> was uh, quietly, secretly uh, getting some recordings and some interviews with some of the other speakers, mostly the other speakers, some of the other attendees, and uh, some new people that uh, I met there. And I think everybody is going to enjoy very much. Guns, you want to hear who I got to sit down with? Yeah, who are they? Who are the people you grabbed? Well, <laughs> number captive. one... Yeah, <laughs> number one, my one of my favorite all-time people just to be around was Sharon Gilbert. I uh, mm. got the chance to sit down and talk with her and uh, share some extended hugs. And uh, <laughs> if you don't remember Sharon Gilbert, first of all, I don't know what you're doing with your life, <laughs> but uh, she's appeared on several CCR episodes. She is uh, Derek Gilbert's beloved wife and also uh, you know, a, a master and commander in her own right. Yeah, she was on episode 29 back in September of 2012. That was a long time ago. Wow. That was before the December 2012 date. Uh, And then she was also on episode 100. Woo! And then, uh, actually, Gons, the next guy that I talked to was Stephen Bankars. Yes. And this guy, obviously, most people will know who he is. He's had um, just an amazing ministry over the past few years. Uh, a very interesting story about uh, operating within the new age and coming out of that. I mean, very interesting story that you're going to love. Um, and, uh, you know, he was recently on Canary Cry Radio. Uh, that was episode 142. And we had a chance to sit down and chat. And uh, I'm, I'm still working on uh, scheduling a time to get him on TJT, but... Uh, Steven and I, I, I gotta say, cool guy, real yeah, cool the, guy. Hopefully yeah, we get to, a, to talk to him some more. If there's any moment throughout this episode that is defined by the word bromance, it would be <laughs> interview number two <laughs> with Steven Bankars. That's true. That's true. I, I, I'll, I'll accept that. I'm honored <laughs> to have a bromance with Steven Bankars. You guys have um, so many things in common. It was... It was lovely to I know. witness auditorily. It, it was it was a little eerie. 
then third, I got a chance to sit down with Gary Huffman from CCR Gary. episode 141 recently. Yes, uh, always awesome to talk to Gary. Had him uh, on TJT. He's uh, uh, also an author and teamed up with Doug Woodward, as you will remember from episode 141. And uh, always a pleasure talking to Gary. Yeah, got to sit down, have a little breakfast with Gary at the conference, and uh, we talked uh, obelisk, which is always fun. <laughs> good, good conversation for breakfast. Of, yeah, the types of breakfast conversations that happens at Hear the Watchman conferences. <laughs> uh, then we got to talk to the big dog himself, Mike Kerr, who uh, really puts on a great conference. Yeah, Mike, obviously he was on episode 145 just uh, what one or two episodes ago because uh, mm-hmm. we were promoting here The Watchmen, but it was good to hear from him on the floor. Sounded a little tired, a little stressed out, but you know that's part of the game when hey, it comes to organizing he's conferences. A, he's a working man, man. Yeah, we, yeah. I, I was surprised I was able to pull him away from <laughs> making all the, the gears and cogs uh, do their jobs. So yeah. uh, thank you very much to Mike Kerr for making the time for me. And then, Gons, I talked to a new guy. Uh, a, new guy. A, a guy who's, yeah, new guy to us. New guy to us. His name was David Hevener. Heaven. He's got heaven his in his name. His name is heaven. Heaven <laughs> is in his name. And uh, he uh, is doing a lot of uh, research and um, content pre-production uh, regarding Hollywood. He has had a... Uh, a career in Hollywood. He's experienced it from the inside and now he's ready to bring it to the people. Um, and it's very interesting because of course we talk quite a bit about Hollywood and the symbolism and the things going on in there. But uh, this guy brings a perspective from the inside, which is uh, very valuable. Yeah. And not, not for you to be outdone with your wardrobe, but David Hevener <laughs> was the only guy able to pull off a leather jacket and sweatpants. At the conference. Dude, he was, it was pulling it, was, it off, man. <laughs> it was amazing. I know. And then, of course, as always, one of our favorite dudes in the universe. I got to sit down with Carl Tykrib. If you don't know who Tarl Ka- Tarl Tarl <laughs> Tykrib. Sure, he gets that Tarl sometimes. <laughs> if you don't know who he is, uh, I don't know what you're doing. He's been on CCR episode 144 recently, 134, 132078 and uh, episode 32. A long-time friend of the show and I think holds the record for the most episodes of Canary Cry Radio. <laughs> He's up there, uh, yeah. Attendance, yes, and then we'll add him to this one. Um but always, I mean, just such a cool time hanging out with Carl. I feel like uh, I feel like we're, you know, there's those people that you meet and you talk to and you get to brag that you get to meet and talk to. But then there's the people who are actual, you know, longtime friends. And yeah. Carl is starting to feel like a, like a longtime friend to me. So I was uh, honored to get to chat with him on this uh, uh, on, at this conference. Yeah, it was good to actually. It was the first time for me to meet him in person at this conference, so that was nice. Really, and we got to hang out and and did some things, uh, go to you know dinner and stuff like that. So it was it was a good time. I got to see a little bit wow. more of the uh, insider, even more insider perspective of Burning Man from uh, the Camp of yeah, the Unknown I was gonna God. Say, uh, which, not to brag, Gons, but I've gone to Burning Man with Carl. I twice, know, I know, so I know. You have. We're pretty close. Yeah, and I saw some. <laughs> uh, I saw some images. 
probably not public, but uh, interesting images, to say the least. What a cryptic and strange thing to say here in the <laughs> intro of this episode. <laughs> it's not much. It's not anything you'd miss miss out <laughs> on. It's just saw more, some uh, interesting photos. <laughs> Are you threatening me, Carl? <laughs> Are we publicly you were threatening there. Carl with extortion and black? No, 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 no. I was uh, threatening you because he had some images of you and some. You know, yeah, never mind. Okay, you, you, I get threat <laughs> noted, Gons. Um, and then lastly, I got to sit down and chat with a very interesting guy. His name is Chris Taylor, and he is doing a lot of work in this, uh, in this genre. He was not speaking, but I believe uh, he either had a booth or was just visiting uh, the conference. And this guy, uh, he has a ministry called Don't Let Them Burn, and we'll talk about that and all the other things he does. Um, but uh, he's doing some interesting work, and I really hope that we get to talk to him more. we got to reach out to that guy again. Yeah, I got to sit down with him to be on his little show, Don't Let Them Burn, on YouTube. You can find it. And I don't know if he's actually published our conversation yet, and I'm actually checking right now. Oh, there it is. So, yeah, that conversation is already published there. But uh, now you say his little show. Is this a show? Is it a tiny? Is is the screen when you play the show like one inch by one inch? What did you mean by that? Uh, little show, as in it's uh, it's getting started. At least uh, in terms of the interview portion of it from the oh, conference. How many? Oh, was that a was that a new thing? Are you are you so. helping kick off his interview? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm getting people to you know try to check out his stuff because right now Go. it only looks like there's a few hundred views on it on his videos and. Oh, I think yeah. it deserves a little bit views. more. So yeah, I think so too. So make sure to check out Chris Taylor at Don't Let Them Burn with uh, Gons from Canary Cry Radio on YouTube. The interview of a lifetime. Go, <laughs> go watch it. Um, so there you go. Those are going to be the seven. How many is that? Is that seven? That's seven. Seven. Ooh, good number. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even mean to do that, but we got seven. And uh, this is going to give you guys an opportunity to kind of feel what it's like. Because here's the thing the concept for this episode, uh, as we've been saying every time we talk about Hear the Watchmen and conferences, it's all about meeting face to face with tons of different people that you get to meet and talk to. And each one of these people, you know, as much as I like to think that I'm special and can pull these people aside for interviews that they'll be happy to do, every one of these people were constantly talking to uh, conference goers. And that's part of going to these conferences. You get to actually see the content producers, the researchers, the authors that you uh, consume all the time, but you get to hang out and talk with them and have full on conversations. And it's really an amazing experience. So this, uh, this episode kind of follows that theme. Um, and it just, you'll get to experience what I got to experience at the conference. Yeah, there you go. So uh, enjoy this episode. What else we got before we get into it? Before we get into it, I want to remind everybody, you have got to absolutely mandatory go listen to Canary Cry News Talk. I'm, I've been having, uh, I've been getting lots of messages and emails of people being like, yeah, you know, I didn't want to listen to Canary Cry News Talk because I didn't want more news. I just thought it was kind of silly. It's too short. Like I like my episodes six hours long. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I didn't really bother, but then they heard me compelling them 
to go listen to Canary Cry News Talk, and they were like, I had no idea. This is my, I look forward to this every single week. Um, so if you have not yet checked out Canary Cry News Talk, go to your podcatcher. Canary Cry News Talk is also on Spotify, so it's super easy to find. Um, subscribe and listen to that show. I guarantee you are not going to be sad about it. Yeah, so you can hear stuff like this. It will kill. And it will make sense to <laughs> listeners of Canary Cry News Talk, but not to people who don't listen. So uh, lots check of it jingles. Out. It's, yeah. it's very fun. It's it's uh, the sh- you need to listen to it to round out your Canary Cry lore. <laughs> <laughs> your full Canary Cry uh, experience. That's right. Speaking of Canary Cry lore, you got to head over to patreon.com slash Canary Cry Radio. We've got bonus episodes going up over there. It's a chance for Gons and I to sit down and chat about all sorts of stuff. I keep everybody up to date on what's happening in the movies, what's happening in the in the TV realm, the and you get to hear my... Yeah, we're. it's where I get a chance to talk more about Baby Yoda. And uh, you're not going to want to miss that. (laughs) But we also talk about all sorts of other stuff that uh, we don't really get a chance to put into the main Canary Cry radio feed. Um, And there's also going to be a bunch more merch up on the Patreon. And here's the thing, people. You know this. You've heard me say it. We don't believe in selling your attention for our own personal gain. We uh, subscribe to the sort of the economy of the kingdom. And if you listen to Canary Cry Radio, uh, whether it's new episodes or the archive or whatever, and you get value out of it in your life, all we ask is that you head to Patreon and uh, share in that value. We cannot do the show without our wonderful Patreon supporters. And uh, if you head over to patreon.com slash canarycryradio, choose any one of our very exciting levels of support that are all very uh, particular in their number and title, you're going to want to do that and uh, help us keep the show going and get some cool stuff in the meantime. Also, you've heard us say it for about a year, but we have a Twitch (laughs) channel and you're gonna wanna join it. I always be plugging, plug, plug, plug. You need to go join the Twitch channel. Uh, I've got my VR set up. I'm all moved into this new office and it is about to start popping off. So head to twitch.tv, search for Canary Cry Radio and follow us there. It's gonna be an awesome place for us to explore video games, virtual reality, augmented reality. We're going to be uh, boots on the ground reporting. Gantz, I think I've said it before, but this virtual reality thing, there are lots of games in the virtual reality space that deal with uh, the robot apocalypse, artificial intelligence, and uh, all sorts of stuff that we talk about um, that we we need to talk. We need to talk, <laughs> and I need to play some video games. And uh, if you have kids uh, or young adults, <laughs> kids, I mean, the video game people are like 30 and above 30s. now. So my yeah. age. <laughs> If you want to understand what video games are, <laughs> you can head there, <laughs> go to twitch.tv uh, and follow Canary Cry Radio. You are not going to regret it. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, I actually caught up to the modern times, Basil, and I got myself Whoa. a webcam, which I, I'm not wow. too happy about. But, you know, for the, for the sake a, a of spy Twitch. Tube? The spy tube. You got a spy tube? Yeah. The, yeah. They can look into my, uh, my closet now. 
which is weird. But uh, wow. or look through my closet, I suppose. But anyway, Whoa. yeah, getting getting all the gear ready to actually launch the Twitch. Many many months Woo. after we started the channel. Also, since I have everybody's attention at the moment, briefly, you know, Basil, it's hard out there. It's it is. Difficult. It is rough out there, Gonzo. It's it's, it's getting rough, especially for people on YouTube. Uh, the the migration, the exodus to places like BitChute is well underway, and you can find Face Like the Sun on BitChute as well. We should actually start a Canary Cry Radio thing on BitChute as well. But there are other ways that I'm going to try to serve the people, Basil, with my skills, and you can learn all about that by going to HireGons.com. That's right, <laughs> HireGons.com. I like it. It's it's a clear message. It is. <laughs> I know what I'm getting into. Very straightforward, and uh, it'll get into some of the reasons why I think I can help you, listener, or uh, other people out there who, with That's any kind right, of multimedia. That's right, folks. Right now, you can go to HireGons.com. You know Gons, <laughs> the award-winning YouTuber and podcaster and producer slash creator slash editor slash narrator of the hit YouTube series Age of Deceit. You know that, Gons? Of course you do. Now, here's the thing. Do you have a business or a personal project or do you just want to give gons money just because he's <laughs> so good looking go to hiregons.com and uh, you can get his 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 Midas touch on your uh, media project because um, he's got kids to feed folks yep 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 so yeah i just How wanted to that? throw that did out I, there i appreciate that basil are we gonna are we gonna do a higher basil job? Yeah, and if you need a hype man for your business <laughs> to just talk a bunch of exciting nonsense about trying to feed your kids, just uh, go to HireBasil.com. Now I have to do a HireBasil.com, and it's just a single form where you just tell me what to read, and I will <laughs> read it in the most exciting and hype-filled way you could possibly imagine, and you can use that for whatever you want. And my first project might be HireBasil.com, because I could definitely put that together for you, buddy. Yeah, here we go. I'm having to go <laughs> over to domain sellers right now and no, buy it's that there. now that I've... It's there. I almost did you buy it, it already? I didn't, but I almost did, <laughs> just because I okay. knew it would inspire you. I know. Now I'm inspired. I'm Hold on. I got to go buy this domain. <laughs> People don't want to hear this right now. People want to hear they, the episode. They love it. This is behind the scenes. Ugh, it always ends up that okay. way. Okay. All right. That's I'm going to go buy HireBasil.com right now. And you guys, before uh, you go there and 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 uh, have me hype up your message, you're going to listen to this episode and you're going to love it. Again. This was the Hear the Watchman Conference 2019, and you're going to hear me get to talk to all the cool people that you get to talk to if you show up to one of these conferences. Are you ready, Gons? Ready. HireBasil.com. Oh. Okay, here we go. This is Canary Cry Radio. And I heard, as it were, the noise of the thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him. 
and he went forth conquering and to conquer, conquering and to conquer. Okay, everybody, this is your buddy Basil, and you are listening to Canary Cry Radio. We are here at the Hear the Watchman conference, and it is coming close to the end of day one. And I, uh, I finally broke out the rig here, and I thought the first person I need to talk to <laughs> is the great, the, the one and only, the revered <laughs> matriarch <laughs> of what we do around here, and that is Sharon Gilbert. The Granny Clampett. The Granny <laughs> Clampett. So thank you so much for making some time for me today. Oh, gosh, I'm delighted. And you know what? You are. I had no idea that you looked like this in person. <laughs> if people could really see what you look like, they'd be shocked. I know. It's, it's I know. really an astounding uh, opportunity you have to see me face-to-face. We've met face-to-face, obviously, but I'm yes. usually very diligent. Yeah. About disguising myself that's with true. some sort of. A lot of people of, don't realize you're actually an alien gray. That's right. That's right. See, there's a lot of stigma about alien grays, I and know. I'm here to prove to that we're not up, all that way. You're not all like that. No, you're not. <laughs> so I'm so happy that uh, you seem to be in a good mood. I'm that's very, nice. Yeah. Well, we're having a great time. We were delighted when Mike Kerr and Jeannie Moore invited us to be part of this in many ways it's it's like opening the door to california and i mean that in a good way yeah and so we're, we're just delighted the people we've been meeting here right now they're all so happy to be here they many of them are telling us stories that are well frankly would curl your hair if it were straight, but it's uh my hair is kind of curly <laughs> and it's long but uh they they're telling us stories about spiritual battles that mm. they've been fighting, and uh, I think we're seeing um, it's like the enemy's taking off the mask. Yeah. And so I think it's very important that the body of Christ not write off California, that we pray for California, and that we pray that the Lord would would wake up the remnant who are here and get them out preaching in the streets, because yeah. that's what we need. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, because during the opening sessions and just a lot of the chatter amongst the speakers and the, and the leaders of the group— mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of emphasis put on the fact that this is happening in California, and apparently that's not a very common thing, is it? No, it, but you know, we've had a great awakening mm-hmm. that began in California, mm. and I think that there's history there, and I think that the Lord could once again use California as as an ignition point for the United States, right. and I would love to see that. I've talked with people who've seen visions of, of fires beginning in California, not the kind that burn down forests, right. but the kind that ignite hearts mm. and bring the Holy Spirit back to the church, starting in California and igniting, sweeping across the nation yeah. from left to right, and that's what we need right now because we are so divided as a country and even the church is divided even those who agree doctrinally are still Mm -hmm. divided so we need to come together and realize that we are part of one body one body worshiping god almighty Mm -hmm. whose son came and died for us and that is that can be said about every country every state within each country Mm -hmm. every every village and city and 
every individual, and yeah. we we should never write off a person. Totally, and you know, it's interesting as it was it's been said is, you know, California whether people like it or not or agree or disagree you know the direction that california goes really does guide the direction of uh, of a lot of the population not just of the united states but i mean worldwide mm-hmm. when you think about hollywood and the other influences that go out from here no well, amen to that and i think sadly you know i have never lived in california i've visited visited here a lot have lots of friends and family who live here um it's very tempting for those of us in the other states to look at California and say, okay, well, one of these days, the Lord's just going to have this massive earthquake that's <laughs> just going to drop off and we won't have to worry about it anymore. Right. That should never be right. what we say or think. We would say, please, Lord, and pray to intercede for California mm-hmm. and pray that the Lord will wake up California because he never brings judgment without telling the people what he's about to do and also giving them one last time one last chance this may be the last chance for california for indiana for illinois for new york city i mean for every you can name every major city every state in the union and it may be our last chance because i'm telling you jesus is coming back soon i hear it over and over and over people are hearing it sometimes literally Mm -hmm. other times in visions but i think it's clear from looking at the signs in the bible that we are living in the last days Mm. yeah you know and it's uh like i said having this event here in california at this time you know is a very special thing Mm -hmm. and the turnout here at the conference has been fantastic and talking to some of the people in charge here looks like a huge number of the people here. I mean, at least 50-50, half the people are straight up locals. Yeah. And so, isn't that wonderful? And and many of them decided just a few days ago to come. Yeah. It's like the last minute, the Holy Spirit speaking to everybody. (laughs) The really strange thing, I've talked to a lot of folks who had to drive down from the north and they had to drive down through the forest fire. Oh my gosh. I mean, they're really, spiritually things are catching fire, but literally things are catching fire. And and many of them said that it took them, shouldn't have been more than an hour's drive, took them six, seven Mm, hours to get because the roads are closed and they had to take all these detours. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's just kind of an example of, you know, I mean, that's sort of a a manifestation of the types of obstacles that need to be overcome to. you know, uh, participate in uh, the stoking of a f- of well, this metaphorical well, exactly. fire, the spiritual fire. You and know? that's what I thought was so exciting when I was hearing these stories, and I heard four or five of them. Yeah, I thought, well, God bless you for for, <laughs> for making it yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, who's speaking this? weekend you and derek or or either or, or what's the deal it's well you know what i get i don't know no you don't this, <laughs> just, actually, just show is, up we just show up and see <laughs> what happens we play no derek is speaking this weekend he's speaking tomorrow saturday Great. and uh, the, i know there, there are a lot of people who got a one day pass just to come in on saturday because mm-hmm. they worked for, during the week but uh derek is he i tell you what many many years ago i may have told you and guns this before but when Derek and I first got married back in the Stone Age, I, I woke up one morning and I said, I had a dream last night. Mm-hmm. We'd only been married for about a year. I said, I had a dream about you last night and you were a preacher. Mm. And 
that was so far from where he was <laughs> thinking at that point in our marriage. Right. He said, um, yeah. Right. Okay. Well, that was just what a, dream, a crazy right? dream. Pretty much, that was his response. And of course, now I don't know. People who hear him speak now, yeah, say, "Oh my gosh, that is exactly what mm-hmm. you have." Uh, that's what he's turned out to be. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I know. I am looking forward to uh, seeing and hearing him up there. I know a lot of people are, and uh, hopefully, I get a chance to talk to him before, um, you know, before I fly away here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, just to be to honor your time and the rest of the things that's going on here, um, is there something you'd like to leave the listeners with before we we get back to business? <laughs> well, that's just it. Well, you know, getting back to business. Our business is the Lord's business, right? And I know many of your listeners may think, "Well, I don't have something that I can do for the Lord. I don't," because it's obvious what you and I do. Mm-hmm. Um, our jobs are very public, and and um, it's that what Paul said: not everybody can be a hand or a, uh, or an eye. But I will tell you this: as a biologist, I can tell you every cell in the body is important. Mm-hmm. And you may think that what you're doing in your territory on your field of battle is not important, but I guarantee you it is important, because as with the Roman soldiers, who had shields that almost were as tall as they were. Mm-hmm. That only worked when their person to their right or left locked shields with him. That was the battle defense. Yeah, that's, that's where the strength was. That was the strength of the Roman unit. Mm-hmm. And if we fail to lock shields, if only one person fails, then the entire phalanx falls down. Right. So your job out there, you may feel like you're insignificant, but you're... Your job in the body is just as important. Yeah. And there you go. Some words of, uh, of uniting with our brothers and sisters to our left and our right, no matter what the differences may be. You know, it's a time for uh, Christians and God's people to stand next to each other and lock in and get ready, mm-hmm. huh? You got it. Okay. Well, Sharon, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. It's time for us to get back to all the fun in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully I get a chance to see you before I fly away. Oh, I hope so too. And <laughs> next time that we're out in California, listen, folks, you got to come here personally. Absolutely. That's right. And, you know, Lord willing, these events, the Hear the Watchmen uh, conference events are going to be spreading far and wide. Mm-hmm. So keep an ear out here and keep an eye out in your area. And because uh, chances are uh, one is going to be coming near you sometime in the near future. So once again, this was Basil with Canary Cry Radio. And I'm here with Sharon Gilbert. Thank you so much for your time. Thank and let's get back to it. And when he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, Come and see. And there went out another horse that was red, and power was given to him that sat thereon to take peace from the earth, and that they should kill one another. And there was given unto him a great sword. Hey everybody, your buddy Basil here, and you are listening to Canary Cry Radio, and I have, I am here right now at the Hear the Watchmen Conference 
in Southern California. And you guys wouldn't believe it. I made a new good, good friend today. You know him and you love him, Mr. Steven Bankars. What's up, buddy? It's good to be here, man. It's been nice to uh, to meet you. Yeah. yeah. To know that you have like a face. I got a real face. A real face. A real face, a real body. <laughs> a, real body. <laughs> a real body. You have a real face and a, a, a fake body. <laughs> a fake body. <laughs> Southern California Barbie doll over here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. That was cool. You got long... Uh, long hair. Yes, you can say it. Arms. Yeah, long arms. <laughs> long hair, yeah. Well, we both have hair that's like the same length. And yes. that's, that's it's rare for me to meet a guy who A, I even want to talk to. Yeah. That's and then B who, <laughs> who has long <laughs> to meet a person I actually want to talk to. It's like, whoa. <laughs> wow, I'm not completely repulsed by this interaction. This is great. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't make me ask God for help. <laughs> See, that's good, though, that that's where your mind goes to first, asking our Lord and Savior for help. Well, I was reading a uh, a devotional one time by Oswald Chambers, and he talked about basically the antidote to complaining is to intercede. Mm. And I was like, whoa, okay. And so I remember I was applying that to a social situation where I was in, where I was taking a lot of questions and people were um, just constantly asking me things and telling me things I didn't really need to know and they shouldn't be telling me. And my, I, classic, you know what I mean? Classic. Just kind of what happened, what can happen at, at certain events. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, but I was so tired and I was so busy and I had to prep for this and prep for that. And I was like, wait a minute, why not intercede? for them and posture my heart to okay god give me a word for them yeah like if i'm after a word for them rather than being after what i think is important to me it shifted everything in the spirit and i was like that is a good antidote to complaining is to intercede yeah that's great and especially because you know at these you spoke today you spoke a mere three hours ago or something and you did great you're up there with josh we'll talk a little bit about that later but then literally right after you spoke i saw you at your table with the big crowd and talking answering questions Mm -hmm. just enjoying your time Mm -hmm. and i came back like three and a half hours later and you were still there yeah that was pretty incredible how you're able to give that much attention away after you just did a whole thing yeah give give more away now yeah yeah yes and then right after that i bring you in yeah but this is more like this is more like fun not that the other things haven't been fun i love them i did an interview with david heavener which was great and um i don't know i really like it i really like uh to know that there's so many people who are hungry for the truth and willing to be resourceful in their search for it And I feel like it's family here. Totally. Because it's people who are in the pursuit of truth, not just in the pursuit of truth, but relating to topics that the church often doesn't go after because they're kind of taboo in in mainstream culture. That's right. You know? And, you know, Gons and I, an episode or two ago, were making such a big deal about coming just to conferences in general, but specifically this one, mainly because it's a real game changer to connect with people who are on the same level as you. Yeah. I mean, there's so and much. And I really do like connecting with people. Uh-huh. I'm not as antisocial as I sound. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just quite fatigued right now. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, sorry for interrupting, but yeah, the, the connection that you feel at an event like this, it's a family vibe. It's a family orientation. The presence of God is here. Even at churches, normal churches you have to like 
kind of feel your way around mm. when you're talking to somebody. Mm. You know, if you can't just dive right into like the Nephilim and the Illuminati and the aliens, interdimensional demons, like <laughs> you can't jump right into that. But around here in, in situations like these conferences, you already know you have a common understanding. You don't have to sneak around sort of a social situation and uh, you, you don't have to worry about sort of triggering somebody's defenses against the the weirdo who you know talks about the illuminati so so it's a it's a really good opportunity to feel at home in the same way that you kind of feel at home when you listen to for instance a podcast you love or you're watching a youtuber Mm -hmm. that you are you know you make friends with them even when they don't know about it and here you actually get to make friends with them it's a huge difference so you spoke to Tonight with uh, you and Josh Peck mm-hmm. got up in reference to your book, The Second Coming of the New Age, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. We spoke on uh, our, the title of our talk was Exposing the New Age. And um, it was basically a presentation that sought to undermine the apparent validity and apparent attractiveness and apparent accuracy of new age ideas mm-hmm. and the apparent um, effectiveness of new age practices. So we shared our testimonies. We covered the topic of aliens for about half an hour. I saw, I noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. I spoke about 15 minutes on it and he spoke about 15 minutes on it. Um, I ended up speaking about meditation and um, uh, crystals and just some of the new studies that have come out recently um, in validating these practices and showing that they can actually be dangerous and harmful. Like that meditation. was interesting. So, yeah. as our listeners will know, you know, we did an episode with you and Josh just a couple of episodes ago um, talking about the new book. And I don't remember if you talked about all the the actual scientific evidence that things like I mean, obviously, I, I don't think it surprises anybody that crystals aren't scientifically proving that mm-hmm. crystals are magic. Right. But um, but the, with the meditation, uh, you, yeah. you mentioned in your talk that, you know, the, there are so, with the current cultural push towards mindfulness meditation, we hear all the time about um, the positive benefits from scientific study, but you w- rattled off a bunch of scientific study that showed the the negative effects right. of mindfulness meditation. That's something I had not heard before. Yeah, it's something a lot of people um, haven't heard before because most meditation studies don't control for negative side effects. About right. 75% of meditation studies don't ask for it. But when they do, uh, or when they test specifically for negative effects, like there was a study done very briefly, I'll, I'll talk about it. Um, it's published in 2017, led by someone named Dr. Willoughby Britton, uh, professor of psychiatry at uh, uh, Brown's University. And uh, it was the largest study ever done on the negative side effects of meditation. And what they ended up finding in their study was that there are range ranging from fear, anxiety, depression, uh, depersonalization, suicidality, um, uh, loss of sense of personal agency, loss of touch with reality, in person, or sorry, in person uh, hospitalization wow. from psychosis. These inpatient, are the yeah, yeah. These are the inpatient. Yeah. So these are kind of the, the the side effects that came about through this study, where she took 
60 long-term meditators who had at least 18 years experience meditating, wow. most of whom had 10,000 hours or more uh, practicing meditation. So they were masters. Yeah, they were masters. They were experts. Uh, 60% of them were teachers. And um, I went through in the presentation today um, what these side effects were, how long these side effects lasted. 88% of these side effects bled over into daily life after the meditation session or retreat was over. And what was interesting is that most of these symptoms like occupational impairment or social impairment um, or emotional detachment or insecurity or physical pain or migraines, these are all other side effects that came about in the study. Most of them lasted either one to six months or one to three years. That's crazy. Yeah, those were the longest and most often uh, durations of the negative symptoms that they experienced. And um, she concluded the study by saying that what we witnessed here in this study, a lot of the, these symptoms parallel what we see in the literature on schizophrenia and psychosis. And this was one of you know five or six studies I sourced today. I actually have a, a video on my YouTube channel where um, it's 30 minutes long. It's, it's going through all these studies. You're seeing screenshots of all the, the abstracts from the peer-reviewed journal articles. And basically it's like, why have we been lied to about meditation? for so long. How come this is a $1.2 billion industry that studies show 40% of Americans are practicing? It's like everybody's practicing meditation or mindfulness and nobody's talking about the side effects of it. And when you actually look at what some of the studies have to say, um, people will uh, be surprised to find that this research goes back as early as the 1960s, the 1970s. And so what our talk was on today, um, that was one example of something we talked about. And That's um, wild. So it's not even necessarily new. No. It's old information that just Very old. doesn't get brought up, you know, yep. in in the hype of mindfulness meditation that we literally are seeing everywhere now. Yeah, there's a, a group a group study done by someone named uh, Dr. Shapiro at the University of California that looked at, I believe it was 27 long-term meditators. There was another popular study that came out in 1974 by someone named Dr. Dr. Lazarus that linked it with um, re-traumatization of people mm. who have PTSD. Yeah. They'll wow. experience re-traumatization uh, re reliving of traumatic experiences through yeah. meditation. And, and in my video, I go through reasons why I think that happens. Yeah. Um, our brain is meant and designed by God to increase our chances of survival in the next moment. Yeah. It's not meant to process every single traumatic experience right then and there. My goal God's goal for the human brain is in spite of that trauma, I need to survive. Right. I, need to, I need to provide resources for myself and for my family. Um, and so when we start meditating, we have to remember that in deeper psycho-emotional repositories, there's trauma that hasn't been dealt with. There's memories that haven't been fully processed and fleshed out. Mm. And when people meditate and they're trying to alter their own consciousness, they're going into deep levels of human consciousness. And all of a sudden these traumatic memories resurf resurface. And there's many case studies where people have manic episodes and psychotic breakdowns where they're in psych wards for months just from practicing meditation. That's what got Dr. Willoughby Britton into this in the first place was she was doing um, work at a psychiatric hospital and had people coming in from meditation retreats who were having psychotic breakdowns and you're not meant to try to hack your own psychology right without an anchor point there's no anchor point right and if you're looking for peace if you're looking for stress relief um there's a biblical path to do that and and i, I do believe there's a place for counseling 
um, you know, a Christian counselor, for example, Christian psychotherapist, where you have someone who's trained in human behavior, who has access to the wisdom of God, who has the Holy Spirit, who can help you through these things. But to try to just block out all thought and all feeling at a conscious level. Well, what, what's going to come up at an unconscious level? Right. What are you actually doing to your mind when you try to basically rewrite the very software of your psychology and, quote, dissolve your ego, mm-hmm. right? Or dissolve your personal sense of self. Yeah. Um, because that's according to Hinduism and a lot of New Age philosophy as well. That's what causes our suffering is ignorance of the self. We identify as a personal being when really we're a universal being. We identify as an individual when really we're part of a collective. And we identify as the ego mind rather than the consciousness that lies beneath the ego mind. Right. And so the goal is to reach these deeper, more fundamental levels of consciousness. Who said that's safe to do? <laughs> In the first place, <laughs> to try to alter your own consciousness right. and create new relationships to your ego. Right. And to maybe, your, maybe my consciousness is fine the way it is. <laughs> maybe maybe you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Hey, there we and go. And the problem isn't your design. Maybe your design's perfect. Maybe the problem's the content. Yeah. Right? right. Or, maybe, or maybe there's a virus in there that yeah. the Holy Spirit needs to take out. But to go in there yourself and you have no idea what you're doing, it's like, it's like if a computer gets a virus, you try and go in there yourself and fix it. You're taking things apart. Yeah, you you're wouldn't gonna, even, you really wouldn't even know where to start. No. And yeah. if you tried, you're going to have pieces lying all over your table and you're going to not know how to put it back together. And yeah. that's what happens with, with meditation. That's and, so um, interesting. Yeah. I found that very fascinating during your talk. And for those who don't know, listeners out there, if you missed the episode with Stephen and Josh a couple episodes ago, you know, Stephen, you're, you're coming from a place where you spent a lot of time within the new age and not only uh, dabbled, but became somewhat of a professional new ager and uh, spent a lot of time teaching and, and uh, making content pertaining to that. And so, you know, that's where a lot of, um, you know, we, we see your, uh, what is what's the word? It, well, we value your experience in that enterprise, and to see you come out of that um, and not only find Jesus, but but turn your uh, your direction around into using those gifts and those um, enterprising uh, abilities that you have for Him has been very cool to watch and very impressive. And I know that there's a lot of listeners out there who follow your YouTube channel, follow a lot of the stuff that you do. Um, let's see. Oh yeah. Look at that. Why don't you, what's your YouTube channel? It's youtube.com slash Stephen Bankars. Stephen Bankars. That's awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for giving me some of your time. And you and I, we're going to do some stuff in the future. I've already, I'm going to make you throw your hat over the fence right now you're going to be coming on uh, the the joy spiracy theory soon. I can't wait. That's going to be a good one. It is. I can't wait to hear your story and neither can everybody else. So there you go, folks, Stephen Bankars, make sure to make it to a hear the watchman conference near you. They just keep checking the website. They're all over the place and they are often. So check it out. Okay. Everybody. Thanks for listening. Think outside the cage. When he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. Then I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. 
Hey everybody, your buddy Basil here, and uh, I'm here at the here the here at the here the Watchmen conference in Southern California. It is uh, the night. What is it? Saturday, Friday night. It's Friday night, and uh, yes, the it's the eleventh. Is it? I think. I signed some papers and dated them the 11th today, so I might be in trouble for perjury. But no, we, you're absolutely right. We are here at the conference, and with me I have Mr. Gary Huffman. You know him and you love him from uh, the uh, Canary Cry Radio episode, the one of the recent ones here. And Gary, you are here, and I am here. We are here together. We are. That's right. Now. I know why I'm here, and I have been having a wonderful time watching all of the uh, 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 wonderful talks and meeting the respected and esteemed authors and content creators and beautiful mm. people in this genre. How's yes. your conference been so far? Well, it's been great. I, I had to get up a little early, so I'm a little tired right now, but... Um have had some very good speakers. That's great. And uh, see, Derek Gilbert, he was the MC. I love him, and he's going to be speaking he's always tomorrow, looking, I think. He's always looking very snazzy. Very dapper. Always yeah. got that nice vest so you've So, so far, you've been enjoying it. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, a pastor I've never heard of, Phil Kaur, spoke today, and uh, that was really, it was very good, telling about his experience um as a watchman in the, let's see, what was that? Watchman in the Mainline Church, and uh, in a Mainline Church, it was very good. Yeah, very of good course. Yeah, he, he was had. one of the first guys there yeah. talking this morning. Now, here's the thing that I love about the conference, and you tell me what you think. Being in the same room with a bunch of Christians that I don't have to worry about freaking them out with uh, talk about Nephilim and uh, Illuminati. That's nice. It's like nobody gets triggered. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And do you think I can wear my shirt with a, a UFO beaming a cow up out of Montana? Hey, that's right. That's I'm where do it that is. Tomorrow, interdimensional uh, spiritual beings stealing the cows to create their own bio suits to operate on our realm. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, cool. So now you uh, obviously, as all of our listeners know, recently wrote a book. Yes. Yes. Tell I us did. about it. Okay. Well, the name is The Revealing. That's right. It has to do with the glorification of the church, glorification of God's children, as it says on the front cover. Um, has a lot to do with the types and shadows of the Old Testament and how that points to uh, the glory of God as being the inheritance of the church. That's so right. Something good to look forward to in these last days. Hey, I like that, man. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of talk, especially around here, keeping an eye on where we are in the timeline. And uh, yes, the book, The Revealing, what I love about it is that it uh, reminds us that after all the nonsense that we've been anticipating for so long, it's just going to be as good as it ever could be absolutely that's, god has a good plan that's great okay <laughs> so coming up tomorrow at the next day of the conference what are you looking forward to 
Well, I am looking forward to your good buddy Gons oh, early right. in the morning. That's right. I'm going to get up early enough to hear Gons. Wow, good job. There's a lot of uh, self-discipline <laughs> there to yeah. get up by 9 o'clock. That's right. Should I should I say the name of his talk yes, right here please and now? Do. I'm sure it's a great people name. have heard it before, but Omega Indicators, Biblical Analysis of Current Events and Near Future Predicaments for the Church. That's right. Those yeah, predicaments, that, man. That is going to be a good one. Let's see who else is coming up. Derek Gilbert will be speaking on his newest book, Bad Moon Rising, which is a very good book. That's right. Have you read it? You read Bad Moon Rising? I am in the middle of it. I'm about halfway through. Oh, that's great. I'm about halfway through three different books. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) I know the feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, I got to say, I'm looking forward to both of those as well. I'm going to have to try to stay awake through Gonza's presentation in the morning. (laughs) That's a little early for me, but, you know, I'm a good friend, so I'm going to make sure to do that. Now, Gary, thank you so much for making some time for me, little old me, here on on this night, this first night of the conference. Um, I'm not sure who's up speaking right now, but we got to make sure to catch the end of that because Mm -hmm. we don't want to miss a thing here at the Hear the Watchman Conference in Southern California, Irvine to be exact. And uh, Gary Huffman, thanks for your time, buddy. Thank you, Basil. Yeehaw! And when he'd opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death. And hell followed with him, and power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, and with hunger, and with death, and with the beast of the earth. Hey everybody, your buddy Basil here, and we are here at the Hear the Watchman Conference in Southern California, and this is the night of the first day of the conference, and I am here with Mike Kerr, the man (laughs) who made it all happen, and uh, we've spoken before, we've gotten the long story about how uh, this all came together and the the whole thing, but now that we're here and think the ball is rolling, how are you feeling here? You know, Basil, I'm just grateful. I truly am very grateful. Uh, The conference exceeded my expectations for the first day by far. And uh, I'll tell you what I'm finding. It's very interesting, but I'm seeing people who walked into the room today with that look about themselves that they're all alone and they're the only people in the world that think and feel the way they do. Mm. And I get to witness watching that evolve into their part of one big remnant family. So it's been, it's been great, really has. Wow. Yeah, you know, that is a big part of it because usually, you know, people are back at their home churches and they kind of have to sneak around uh, when they start talking about Nephilim or UFOs or whatever it may be and they 
you know, when you meet somebody at church, you can't quite unload on them your new Illuminati uh, uh, exposed video you just watched or something like that. And here you can, you know, everybody around you is on the same page. You can open up and connect without having to sort of hide a piece of your your own interests and uh, coming together as a family. Yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, and, and what's really interesting about it is it becomes the family you always wanted. Yeah. And, you know, it's, as they all say, the saying goes is you, you don't get to pick your family. Right. But you do here. You get to pick it, you know, and, and we see friendships forged. I mean, we have people from all over the world who have come here, Australia, uh, London, uh, you know, from, from all over the United States, Hawaii, Alaska. Uh, Canada. I mean, just just an amazing group of people who unite for a few days to share with one another, so that they can go home and and feel better amongst their brethren. And you know, friendships are forged, emails are exchanged, phone numbers are exchanged, so people don't feel alone anymore. Yeah, and that's key. Yeah, it really is. It's an amazing thing. And, you know, it, it seems like a pretty big crowd here, too. It, it's, there were, like I said, it exceeded my expectations. Uh, it, it was, uh, there were, by midday today, on the first day, on a Friday, there were hardly any seats. We were scrambling around uh, trying to figure out how to bring more chairs into the room. Wow. And tomorrow, Saturday, will be off the hook, crazy great. I mean, we have Gons speaking. That's right, at kicking it off morning, nine at 9 in the morning. In the morning. L.A. Marzulli coming yeah. tomorrow. Mm. Uh, we, just, we just have a great lineup, and uh, Paul McGuire tomorrow night. Yes. Which is just, the guy is outstanding. So it's it's going to be a wonderful day tomorrow, too. And uh, and then on Sunday, uh, Pastor Paul Bagley kicks it off, and that's... Uh, there's nothing like hearing him preach. Yeah, I mean it's it's great. And then he we do our baptisms. Yeah, know? that's so, a, yeah. Tell me about that. I don't you know. know if it's we... a wonderful thing. You you we do baptisms here in the pool. Pastor Bagley does it, and he has a couple of guys helping in out. the pool here at the Hilton. At the Hilton. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, that's incredible. And we do not only baptisms for first timers. But we do baptisms for people who want to renew their faith. Yeah. You know, who want to, who want to uh, just be cleansed one more time. So yeah, it's it's great. It's great. that is awesome. I, you know, there's not a lot. Of, I gotta say, I've been to some conferences. I don't think I've ever seen a baptism at a conference before. At no. least at this kind of conference. We have we have baptized in the ten here the Watchmans that we have done. Um, over five thousand people. Wow! Over five thousand people. That's in the incredible. Conferences that we've done, and uh, sometimes you have like a line of one hundred and fifty people waiting, two hundred people, you know, and other times there's less. It just depends. Yeah. I mean, but we've we just over time, over time, over time, it's we just keep baptizing people. Yeah, and it really is along the lines of, you know, this isn't just a conference, it's the church getting together. It's the family of God getting it's together. It's the real church. Yeah. It's not the brick and mortar church. It's not the fake church. It's not the feel good church. I mean, we talk about stuff that no one wants to talk about. We talk about uh, the fact of uh, demonic possession and how to get rid of it. And we 
uh, we talk about aliens and mm-hmm. we you know we talk about the new age right you know um, all things that the brick and mortar church tends to be afraid to talk about we talk about and we don't care and it doesn't matter whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, or pan-trib, which is what I am. I'm a pan-tribber, which means that I'm going to keep serving Jesus. And I, however it pans out is how it pans out. You know, I mean, I'm not going to get in that debate. Right. And we don't hear, you know. And, and so here the Watchman is, is basically like a buffet. It has a little bit of everything for everyone to make a complete meal. Yeah. You know, I might like spinach, you might hate spinach. Mm. But we, you and I are not going to sit at the table and fight over spinach. You're not going to force me to eat spinach, I, and I'm not going to take your spinach away from you. No, and, and that's the <laughs> thing we do here. So, and that's the thing sometimes you miss in the mainstream church, you know. So, we're just really happy, and we're really grateful and very blessed. We're blessed to have you here at the conference and blessed to have Gons and the other young guys, Stephen Bankars, mm-hmm. Josh Pack, you know. Yeah. And it's an amazing thing. There are more young people at this conference here in Irvine, California, than we have had at any other conference. Wow. And that is my goal. I mean, that is where I am headed Uh down the road with Hear the Watchman is to help bring up the next generation of leaders within the remnant body. Yeah, that's great. That's That's awesome. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting enough, there was uh, quite the... Uh, emphasis put on the fact that this is in California and in Southern California, no less. It, it is. It was very frightening to come here. Really? <laughs> really very frightening to come here about. So we went to the other place we went to that was very frightening was Long Island, New York. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. um, the reason it was very frightening to come here is because we didn't know if we could get people to come because you've got a major new age influence here in Southern California. Um, you've got, it's such a liberal, it has become such a liberal melting pot. Uh, and and it, people that are very liberal tend not to like the message that we <laughs> preach. <laughs> right. And so uh, we were afraid, but like I said, we are overwhelmed and we are overjoyed with the response. And, and again, what a blessing to witness people walk in the door with that look of uh, a deer caught in the headlights Mm -hmm. and to leave just glowing that's awesome and i and i've seen it too this is such a wonderful atmosphere here and you know you've got not only are you surrounded by many of the the content producers that we love and respect but also other people just like us who are here for the same reason and we're all united uh under christ here and like you said nobody's fighting about the tribulation and that's that's a nice thing well Mike, thank you so much, buddy. I know you need to go get yeah, back on stage. Yeah, you got to go you, thank you take for, control of this ship here. Yeah, and uh, bring it home tonight. That's and we'll be back right. here tomorrow morning. Okay, thank you very much. All right, everybody, that was Mike Kerr, the, the man, the myth, the legend. And we are here at the Hear the Watchman Conference down in Southern California. And this has been Basil. Think outside the cage. when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true? 
Dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Then white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Hey everybody, you're listening to Canary Cry Radio and this is your buddy Basil. I'm down here at the Hear the Watchman Conference in Southern California, Irvine to be precise, and it is Friday. The first day of the conference is just about done, but lucky for us, I have David Heavener here, one of the speakers, and David, say hi to all your new adoring fans. Hey, Basil. How are you? And hey, adoring fans that's out right, there. That's right. That's right. I'm just uh, so glad to be here. Thank you. Good. Yeah. So, you know, David, I don't know if we've ever spoken before. Have we? Have you been on the show yet? No. My first time, Okay. Actually. This is the flagship. Time. Oh, here, that's so. great. Yeah. I'm loving it. So good. So good. So... What I love about this conference, and I've mentioned it many times now, is that you know we're in Southern California, which you would not expect, uh, you know, a conference filled with weirdos like us to be down here, <laughs> but um, but and yet here we are, getting along, enjoying each other's company, meeting other Christians that uh, you know believe or, or talk about or give any sort of intellectual uh, energy towards things like Nephilim, UFOs, you know, the occult, all these things that we track and uh, keep an eye on as the days draw near. And um, so I guess I say all that to say, how have you been enjoying the conference so far? <laughs> well, you said one thing was interesting. I thought about this tonight is even though we're in the land of fruits and nuts, you know, and, <laughs> and, and, and some of the Christians here, probably myself included, I would say we're out of the box Christians, you know, and normally out of the box means you're out of the box. But if you're in California, you're really out of the box. Totally. So you got some what I would call fruits and nuts kind of Christians out of the box. And I say that lovingly. And then you got, you know, people that are out of the box, but they're conservative, but yet they're all getting along. We all kind of connect. You Imagine know, that. Yeah. It, well, it's the body. You know, it's all about, Jesus said, uh, he prayed to the Father that we could all be one, mm -hmm. and that's my prayer too. Yeah. Awesome. Well, David, you are one of the speakers here at the conference, and uh, when do you go up on stage? Well, I go up tomorrow. I'm also the MC tomorrow, so oh, I'm doing okay. There you go. Double duty. Double, double duty. Yeah. So I'm MCing, and then... Uh, I guess I'll probably introduce myself, you know. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah, there you but go. I go on in the morning and uh, going to be talking. You know, my background is film. I've made a lot, a lot of movies, over 50 films for HBO and Showtime. Awesome. And, yeah, television. And uh, so now that I'm a truth uh, uh Telling Christian, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, packing the armor of God. Um, I'm now uh, exposing what I would consider the dark secrets of Hollywood that I don't think many people really have ever encountered before. Well, you know, and that's the thing in this. Cr 
Christian truther community. You know, there's a lot of um, videos and podcasts going into Hollywood exposed and the symbolism in this picture or that picture and stuff like that. But you actually spent a lot of time in the industry, as they say. And so you're coming with a firsthand knowledge and experience in contact with a lot of these things. Yeah, you know, I see a lot of the shows, and they have symbols, and they got this and that. And, you know, it makes good YouTube stuff, you know, and it makes good sensationalism. Right. Most of it, I have never encountered. And Interesting. I mean, I've been around, trust me, I've, I've, I've worked with some of the best and the worst, the most, you know, <laughs> what I would consider the most perverted and the most, uh, you know, quote, normal, whatever that would be. No, I'm coming from a different angle. I'm coming from the mind control angle. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm, which started back in the uh, in the in the 40s. Uh, when, well, actually, when television was invented, um, and even started before that, back in uh, the days of the uh, what they call the uh, um, silent films, right? In uh, in how uh, Satan uses that medium to uh, infiltrate the mind, to hypnotize, and to actually... Uh, well, I don't want to give too much away. I want people to come and listen tomorrow. <laughs> well, they certainly, those who, th- tomorrow, as I'm told, is going to be a packed house. We've got even more tickets sold for tomorrow, which is incredible. I love seeing, um, you know, as many people as possible packing in to uh, gain the knowledge, glean the the experience off of our wonderful speakers. Mm. And um, I, I'm very excited about what's going on here and especially to learn more about what's going on in Hollywood from somebody who's experienced it, been there, seen it firsthand. And, uh, you know, I got to say, since you haven't been on the show before, we're going to have to get you on for a full episode. Hey, I'd love to. Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll look for I won't sleep until, uh, until I'm booked. So. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, David Heavener, thank you so much, buddy. And uh, good luck tomorrow. And keep enjoying the conference this is wonderful hey, thanks i appreciate it and can i say one more thing? please do uh the main thing i'm doing is last evangelist six episodes uh i call it csi meets the book of revelation oh nice yeah and i'll be talking about that it talks about cashless society mark of the beast uh, the antichrist and if anybody wants to know more about it um if i could send them to lastevangelist.com that'd okay be great. all right lastevangelist.com yeah. you heard it folks get there and check it out All right. Again, David, thank you so much, buddy. Thanks, Basil. Appreciate it. All right. There you go, everybody. That was David Heavener here at the Hear the Watchman Conference in Southern California. Make sure to tune in again. But until then, think outside the cage. I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood, and the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casteth her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind, 
and the heaven departed as a scroll when it was rolled together, and every mountain and island were moved out of their places, and the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come. And who shall be able to stand? Hey everybody, your buddy Basil here, and I am here at the Hear the Watchman conference down in Southern California. This is the end of the first day. With me now is Carl Tykrib. You know him and you love him from all his uh, appearances on Canary Cry Radio and other places. We haven't seen each other since Burning Man, Carl. How are you? I'm exhausted, just like you. I can see it in your eyes, brother. I can see it. <laughs> I know. I was, we were talking before this, and I just had to wait till the very end of the day where everybody's exhausted and then throw one more interview in there. Huh? Oh, yeah, that's all cool. That's yeah. good. You bet. So, how have you been enjoying the conference so far? Uh, it's been good. And what's been really, for me, really cool about it is, uh, first of all, there's a few people here I know from the area yeah, who, in many respects, have felt like they are the lone Christian left in Southern California. Mm, interesting. And what's so cool is watching them connect with others who thought that they were the lone Christian mm. in Southern California. Yeah. And that's been really kind of fun as I've seen people now who I know on the peripheries a little bit. I don't know them that well, but we've, we've touched base off and on and, and I know where their heart is. They've got great heart. They're great people. Yeah. And they feel like they've been battling alone and now realize that no, they have brothers and sisters around them. And so one of the benefits, and I told Mike, the organizer of here, the watchman, I said, you know, your conference is a success already Yeah, because it's bringing together people who would never otherwise realize that they had allies in their backyard. Totally. Totally. And that's huge. That's I mean, really big. when you feel alone, you know, we don't think about it until we actually feel that. Right. And then to have an experience where, oh, there's other people like us. That's huge. And so I'm so happy for the remnant down here in Southern California to finally be meeting uh, each other. And that's, yes. that's a big deal. So, you are speaking at this conference. I am uh, on the last day on Sunday. On the last day on Sunday. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, first of all, how how's the other speakers been and what are you going to do to beat them? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be coming in with my Burning Man outfit on. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Coming in swinging hard. <laughs> Uh, the, you know, today I didn't hear too many of the other speakers. I, I heard uh, Steve and Josh's talk yeah. that they did together, and mm. that was really, really cool. That was they, fun. It was kind of a tag team situation, yeah. huh? and it was good. I mean, I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot, uh, and it was kind of just fun to see two brothers who've both been down very similar roads, yet they have their own unique stories. Um, being able to share the, the, the challenges of the New Age movement, the dangers in the New Age movement, and, and then how God brought them out of the New Age movement. And that was cool. That yeah. was really, really cool. The other talks, I, I, 
Um, most of the other talks I only caught in bits and pieces because, yeah. as you understand, going to conferences and, and being a part of events like this. There's a like lot this, to do, man. Right. There's a lot to do. And a lot of people want to just talk. And yeah. so I've spent more time just I haven't spent a lot of time talking. I've spent more time listening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's one thing I love about these conferences too, because yes, I've also spent a lot of time listening. I get to meet some fans Mm -hmm. um, and you know, they, they spend so much time listening to me that when they meet me, they had got a lot to say and I love it. I love listening and learning about them and all they inevitably have some sort of story that they want to tell me about how they started listening or, or something they think I might be interested in, in in the way of material or something. And it's always a very rewarding experience to listen. And as a podcaster, that's not, uh, I don't do that a whole lot. I'm usually doing it the other way around. Right, right. No, and and that's one of the benefits of, of events like this. You're, you're meeting face to face and it, it's an open space then to allow those kinds of sometimes new relationships, new, new friendships totally out of it. I mean, and for me, it's been exciting because there's a number of people here that I've only met on either online or maybe I've talked to on the telephone. I'm Gons is one of them. And, uh, it was really cool to be able to to run into him and and spend time. Absolutely. I mean, was, had you seen Gons in I'd person n- before? Never. never. No, I mean, we've first talked time. on the phone, you know, and we've we've you know communicated online, yeah. but never. Yeah, that, that's then, that's why I gave him the chokehold when I when I, I was going to say him. you were finally aghast to re- to see that he was Japanese in real it life. Great. It was fantastic, <laughs> and just to be able to come up and yeah, I, and yes, I did give him a. You, were you right did. You I gave him, him the chokehold. Choke yeah, I didn't know who it was. It was <laughs> he told me today he was looking when I had him in the hold. He's looking around the table going. In his mind, everybody who would give <laughs> me taking- a chokehold, I already know them. Who is this? <laughs> that is so funny. You really got him, man. You snuck up on him. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. And so, you know, going into the next few days, what are you looking forward to at this conference? Uh, just more of the same. More of the same. More interactions. Yeah. More time to, to, to spend um, getting to know some of these people. Yeah. And well, that's great. I yeah, mean, that's, really, that's, that's what, what I've is. been touting as the biggest benefit of these conferences. Absolutely. Now, the learning, that's a great part of it. You're learning new things. You're, you're wrestling through different ideas. Right. And that's all cool, too. Um, but I think at the personal level, for myself, uh, I'm, I'm here to be one of the speakers. And, and that means availing myself to those who are, who are here mm-hmm. who want to talk. And that's who want, right. Who want to, to interact at a personal level. Beautiful. Right. So. Wow, I just had a complete brain fart. No problem. That was crazy. I didn't even smell it, man. That almost never happens. I'm a professional, Carl. (laughs) (laughs) That's not supposed to happen. So, any last words to uh, all the adoring fans before uh, we close out? Oh, hey, if you have the opportunity to go to an event like this, Mm -hmm. it's well worth it. And I would recommend and encourage people to, to at least sometime, if you have an event like this in your area, or if it's accessible to you, to check it out. Absolutely. It's a great way of meeting fellow believers. And here, The Watchman, it's going on all over the place, all over the time. Right. So if right. you haven't done it yet, you got to check out, see when one is coming near you and coming soon and jump on board, everybody. 
All right, Carl. Thank you so much for your time, buddy. It's time we get back to work. That's right. All right. Thanks for this time. There you go, everybody. That's Carl Tykrib here at the Hear the Watchman Conference in Southern California. This has been Basil on Canary Cry Radio. Make sure to tune in next time. But until then, dig outside the cage. And when he'd opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. Hey everybody, you're listening to Canary Cry Radio. It's your buddy Basil here, and I am down at the Hear the Watchman conference in Southern California. Been having a wonderful time. It is Friday night, the end of the first day, so everybody's a little sleepy uh, at this point. But I got uh, somebody I'm very excited to talk to. This is Chris Taylor from Don't Let Them Burn. What's up, Chris? Hey. How you I'm, doing, I'm buddy? I'm all right. I'm doing all right, yeah, man. Yeah, okay. Having fun. Yeah, good. I was going to ask, how's your conference been? Well, it's been uh, very interesting. Um, met a lot of people that I didn't expect to meet. Mm. and made some really good connections uh i i got to see steven bancar's speech yeah and that was pretty pretty riveting i didn't get to see a lot of people but the connections man it's yeah. what it's all about man yeah. you know i keep returning to this at this point the listeners are going to be sick of me hearing this but you know these conferences are all about meeting other people like you interested in the same stuff yeah. on the same page you don't got to sneak around and not mention the nephilim or something right. crazy yeah. like that yeah you know everybody's nobody's going to be triggered mm -hmm. but uh you know i've seen you around the conference mm -hmm. and seen you with your shirt and your tag here don't let them burn what is don't let let them burn don't let them burn the name yeah was spawned off of a sermon that pastor billy crone preached mm -hmm. it was it was a sermon on the real church uh will the, will the real church please stand up mm. and part of it said um are you just going to sit there and let them burn and it hit me and stuck with me and at that time i wasn't trying to do a podcast or a dvd or anything like that uh but later on basically god impressed on my heart to do a ministry and that was the name that came up don't let them burn so yeah. basically it's a double meaning it's uh again are you going to sit there and let them burn or are you going to preach the gospel and also for the unsaved don't burn mm. jesus christ is the only way yeah and that's and and, and we're basically basically about spreading the gospel and exposing the works works of darkness and so that's that's awesome so you mentioned you got a podcast mm -hmm. okay yeah. tell me about that 
it's been going for about five years now and, and you know it's obviously called don't let them burn it's on youtube and um itunes I mean, anywhere you can find a podcast is there and we talk about issues that range from fatherhood to nephilim ufos superheroes Ooh, big topic nice um and all everything in between really because it's all connected if you go into the political realm it's connected to different communities right mm -hmm. and like say for instance in the black community fatherlessness is high mm -hmm. very high mm -hmm. black on black crime is very high but we point to other people instead of pointing to ourselves mm. and so this creates this dichotomy within the political realm to say, oh, I'm going to vote for this person because of his skin color mm. or, you know, all those dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that sounds awesome. Now, you know, you mentioned you've been going for five years mm -hmm. or so. Did you start with a podcast or did that come later on in this? Yeah, it, it was automatically and nerve wracking, yeah. to be honest, because uh, I used to be a rapper. Cool. And it was okay to get up on stage and, you know, do all this music and everything like that. And God called me out of it. And But I was always afraid of public speaking, always. And growing in my knowledge of God and who Jesus Christ really is, that really helped solidify something in me to actually get up and speak before young people about the music that they were listening to. And so we did a, a couple of... Um, church services um where we we talked to them about those issues and the demonic influence in there but i still wasn't comfortable at that time mm. again growing in the knowledge of god and then my pastor billy crone i, I attend his church hey would you go up there and tell your testimony what <laughs> no nobody wants to hear my testimony you know i did it once and it was uh nerve-wracking and and very emotional and then I joined the intern program at the church um, to, you know, Bible college. And then he asked me to do it again, but this time on a Sunday. Oh, the big time, <laughs> yeah. the big time, baby. Wow, like, yeah, so uh, that was, that went well too. Had a really nice PowerPoint and everything like that. And so from As there, every good testimony needs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, from there, uh, I was able to give two other presentations on a Wednesday night. And then uh, it came up where I was going to preach two Sundays in a row. Whoa. What? Whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it went well. And so that incorpor incorporating, incorporated with the podcast, uh, like I said, the knowledge helped me because I know what I'm talking about. Because if I were to go into a, a certain issue right now, like say superheroes, I can talk to you about it all day. And yeah. so that gives you the confidence to get up there and really speak. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And the collection of stuff that you're talking about mm -hmm. from things uh, speaking right into people's lives like uh, fatherhood and, and mm -hmm. topics like that. Yeah. And then also mixing in nephilim and things mm -hmm. like that that's those that's a very interesting mix of yes. stuff to be talking about yes uh you know the the bible is this collection of 66 books in one big you know bible holy book and from genesis we're hit with some weird stuff mm -hmm. 
all the way to Revelation. And so it all it's all connected, just like everything going on in the world right now is all connected, um, from technology to gene splicing to the like again the superheroes, martial arts connected to Hinduism and Buddhism, Taoism. It's all connected in some form. And one of the most overlooked aspects of our um, cultures is the environmental movement. Mm. People don't really understand how dangerous it is, but it's starting to come to light. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I'm definitely going to check out Don't Let Them Burn. I recommend all you listeners out there, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's on your podcatchers. Don't Let Them Burn, the podcast. And Chris Taylor, first of all, thanks for coming on the show, but also... What are you looking forward to more this weekend, this conference? Definitely looking forward to, again, networking. Yeah. And um, I want to hear what Paul McGuire has to say. Oh, yeah. And a few other people. I can't remember the names right now. Yeah. But Troy Anderson. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I know, because, you know, they have the book Trumpocalypse and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, you got some powerful dudes. Uh, Carl Tykrib. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love his book, Game of Gods. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm drawing a little blank, but you know. That's okay. That's some caliber no, right there. That's great. That's beautiful yeah. right there. Well, again, there you go. Chris Taylor, thank you. Everybody check out Don't Let Them Burn and have a great rest of your weekend, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Basil.com has been added to your cart. Check out. There we go. Adding this to the collection of URLs, Gons. Hire Basil is ready to hire Gons to build his website. <laughs> I'll do it pro bono up front. You owe oh, me that. That's, that's, that's some good marketing. Yeah. See, now I, can, uh, now I can go out and brag about how good you did with my website. <laughs> Um, there you go, folks. I hope you enjoyed that. Like I said, that's what it's like to be at the Hear the Watchman conference. You are surrounded by the content producers, the authors, the researchers, all the people that we love to uh, consume their research and their projects. They're just meandering about, and you get to grab them and have a conversation. Um, and here's the thing you might think, Basil, be careful, dude. You probably don't want to convince everybody to, to bother the Gilberts every second at a conference. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that's exactly what I want to do. <laughs> they are happily, they, they will wanted, be happily bothered. It, they will be happily bothered and if they want it to stop they're gonna have to pay me and i will (laughs) hype up their message that they need some alone time as a couple (laughs) wow you're just working all the angles that's really smart all the angles guns always be working the angles for us to understand the hegelian dialectic we do not apply it to our own (laughs) financial benefit we really ought to i know 
we could be very dangerous, but we could. We're not we smart choose enough. not to abuse those uh, <laughs> yeah, neuro linguistic yeah, programming. It's not that we're not smart enough, Gons. That's not couldn't possibly no. be the reason. We try to, but, we try um, to stay in this ethical lane, and it has cost us. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed uh, my conversation with old friends, new friends, and all the people you get to meet at these conferences. Um, Gons, is there anything left to say about the episode? Not really, other than if you were there or if you're in the uh, local Orange County, Southern California area, as of this recording, we're trying to put together a small little Bible study get-together at the end of the year 2019 in December uh, but uh, if you want to learn more, then uh, go to hearthewatchman.com. And I think if you sign up for the email list, you can get on a list to get all the updates for that. So Wow, that's very cool. There were a lot of people there that were local, and they didn't have anybody to hang out with and talk about these issues. And so they definitely wanted to you know, create that next meetup, wow. that next hangout. So we're going to do that, that for so them cool. and so everyone can show up to that if they're in the area or not. If you're not, then, hey, more power to you if you're going to show up, you know drive or fly even to an yeah. event so just you know throwing that out there okay very good it's thrown now it's up to you listener to catch it and uh make sure to keep an eye on the hear the watchman conferences they are going on all over the place and there's even oh, yeah. a little bit of chatter there's even a little bit of chatter gone that uh in 2020 we, we may have some more opportunities to uh head to these conferences and uh, do some fun stuff Here's the thing, people. Canary Cry News Talk. Again, I'm getting messages all the time about, oh my gosh, Basil. Thank you so much for forcing me to listen to Canary Cry News Talk. I didn't want to listen. I was tired of the news. I didn't think you would have anything of value to add. <laughs> it's very sad they tell me this. Yeah, that's, a lot feel, of, that's a lot of things that, that doesn't... They uh... feel free to just be incredibly brutal to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We, but, we accept your honesty. But they listen to Canary Cry News Talk and they get it. They realize that they have been missing out for two years now. We've been doing that show very consistently for two years. I think and it's so closer I, to three. I compel everybody to go search Canary Cry News Talk in your podcatcher. We're also on YouTube. We're also on Spotify. It's everywhere, folks. And if you are missing out on uh, Canary Cry News Talk every week, you are missing out on the best half hour of your week. And if you do <laughs> love it, you can head to Patreon. We got bonus episodes over there. We do an hour of that show every week. But what you should also consider is patreon.com slash canarycryradio because over there you can get Canary Cry conversations. There's cool merch. There's all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, uh, awesome support levels that uh, are... are <laughs> that are very specific and uh if you want to know what i mean you just got to head over to patreon.com slash canary cry radio support the show we don't believe in selling your attention and uh in return we ask that you head to patreon and if you get value out of canary cry radio if you've gotten value out of any of the episodes over the many years we've been doing the show if you still listen to the archives please consider going to patreon.com slash canarycryradio and supporting the show because it's the only way that we can continue <laughs> and 
If you haven't done so yet, head over to twitch.tv and search Canary Cry Radio. Follow our channel there. We're going to be checking out all the symbolism, the storylines, and the brainwashing going into video games. If you have a video gamer in your life, you definitely want to check this out. Um, And lastly, the new hit website (laughs) that is taking over, taking the world by storm. You've seen it on Fox. You've seen it on CNN. No. All the mainstream. They can't stop talking about this awesome website called HireGons.com. You're going to want to go there because we have an award-winning YouTuber. He's got a silver play button, folks. That's right. Gons, (laughs) you know him. You you love him. You've been uh, entranced by his... Age of Deceit series, it opened your eyes to the deception going on in the world. And now you can hire guns.com to create and uh, participate in your media project. Do you have a movie? Do you have a company? Do you just uh, kind of want to make some cat videos? Go to hire guns.com and this <laughs> I will make your cat videos. <laughs> professional youtuber and podcaster that you love has got kids to feed folks so uh, head on over there you can get his uh, his his magic fingers on your project oh thank you for the hype now how much do i owe you for this this is like this is some extra That's work right. you're doing you can go to hirebasil.com, <laughs> the brand new domain i literally just purchased and i will I will read any message, hype up any business, hype up just your personal (laughs) dating website account. If you need somebody to hype your life, go to HireBasil.com. And I'm telling you, you're going to get all the the customers, all the attention, and all of the romantic experiences (laughs) you've been craving because of uh, HireBasil.com. I'm here. I'm here for you. Um, should we play the Rattle the Cages jingle just just because I, I know we've played it before for Canary Cry Radio. I feel like it should become a regular thing just because it's a yeah. consistent message for those out there. We can't actually grow unless you tell people about the show, and that's really the best way for people to learn about the show. So what do you think? That's right. So if you haven't listened to Canary Cry News Talk, you don't know what we're talking about. But if you got friends out there who are not listening to Canary Cry Radio, you need to grab them by the cage and shake it. I want to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages. Hey, stop that. Don't ever silence me. I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy. Leave the bird alone. Never. Rattle a few cages. Rattle a few cages. Let's invite some dudes over and fellowship tonight. That's right. You need to tell your friends about Canary Cry Radio and how it changed your life and uh, rattle a few cages while you're at it. And Gons, the Facebook community is going off, buddy. Have you been checking the Facebook community recently? I have not. Oh, you're missing out. I'm horrible. I'm a fail. And well, not yeah, don't feel too bad about yourself, Gons. That's okay. Facebook is evil. But if you are on Facebook and you are not part of the Canary Cry community yet, you need to head over to facebook.com slash Canary Cry community. We've got over 2,000 Canarians in there. Ooh. And uh, here's the thing. This isn't your regular Facebook community. You go there. You ask to join. Fill out a couple questions. We just want to know if you listen to the show. How'd you hear about the community? And then, boom, you are 
are in. And, uh, you know, this is not a normal place. This is not a normal Facebook community. We've got some great moderators in there and a community of awesome people. Uh, a, they're all Canarians. They all have the same sort of, or, or not the same, but similar worldviews. There's no risk of being triggered. You're in there. It's uh, talking. You're talking about uh, your conspiracies. You're talking about your fringe Christian topics. You're talking about your Bible prophecy. And then, boom, there's a picture of Baby Yoda. <laughs> That's right. We've got everything. We've got cat memes. We've got prayer circles. We've got everything you need uh, to try to redeem the fact that you're still on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, what is wrong with you? Well, if you're in Canary Cry uh, community, that's okay. It's a good excuse to stay on Facebook. So head over to facebook.com slash community. But, but here's the thing. Guys. But. There's a big old but at the end of that <laughs> sentence. And that's that we have been working hard to create a community, another Canary Cry community, outside of Facebook to release ourselves from the chains of Zuckerberg. Better, bigger, tastier. That's right. And so right now, folks, you can head to canarycry.community. That's right. It's got its own URL canarycry.community we've had some amazing help setting up a place where canarians can get together they can chat they can share stuff they can talk about recent episodes they can talk about past episodes they can talk about whatever they want and they can do it all without the watchful eye of mark zuckerberg keeping track of them again that's canarycry.community and uh, we hope everybody goes there joins up, make an account, and start communicating and communing with each other there, again, outside of the tyrannical reign of the evil emperor Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> you were just labeling and, him the evil emperor? Yes. I like it. And here's the thing, folks. Uh, this community is, uh, this was a professionally built community. It's an Ooh. online uh, community and here's the thing it costs us money so we have committed to paying for this community we're doing a test run for three months okay so you've got three months to go join this community if we see that in three months that this community is growing it is thriving and bringing a value to canary cry listeners we will continue to pay the bills and keep this community going uh, and you may think, what do you mean pay the bills? Why are you paying for anything? Facebook is free. That's exactly right. You may think Facebook is free, but you pay in other ways. Your data. So, so yes, the fact that we are actually paying money for this community is a good thing. You're not getting tracked by old Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have a bird's eye view of all your messages and all your inner thoughts and emotions. Uh, we are giving this a three-month trial period, and if it continues to grow, uh, we are ecstatic to keep paying for that and keep the keep the project going because we all realize we need to get off Facebook. It's very hard because everybody is there, and we have tons of Canarians who have already gotten off Facebook, and this is the place for you, canarycry.community. 
That's a very fancy URL, isn't it, Gunz? I am really stoked about it. How many people do you know that have a dot .community website that you actually that. visit? None. I know None. literally zero. Yes, that's <laughs> why we are we're cutting edge, Basil. I know. We're very sharp. We're on the, f- we're on the forefront, man. Um, so there you go, folks. I recommend everybody go to canarycry.community, join up, and uh, we got three months to make this a thriving community. And we'll, if it's something that you guys want, this is a you know a listener-led uh, project. So go on over there, get involved, meet other Canarians, and uh, let's get that place a rolling, huh, Gons? Rolling like fire that's flaming in a ball rolling oh. downhill towards yes. your house yeah. mm-hmm. hiregons.com <laughs> i'm not i'm not the hype man i'll do the work <laughs> leave the hyping to to this other guy basil hirebasil.com yeah see i can't i can't hype your hype okay no i know this is good okay so there you go folks thanks for listening all the way to the end of this episode of canary cry radio we hope you enjoyed and here's the thing make sure to tune in next time but until then think outside the cage